Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to Thing. What a wonderful thing you've done. Oh. Hallelujah. 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 If you've not already done so, just give the Lord a wave offering. Hallelujah. 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 Ooh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Oh, yes. Ah, glory to God. On this resurrection Sunday morning. Yeah. If you don't recognize what the Lord has done for you, if it's not real for you, if it's just a song for you, we pray that one day you'll come to the knowledge of the truth and the revelation of Jesus Christ that it'll become a personal thing when you realize that Christ came for you. Christ came to set you free. Christ came that you might live, have a quality of life that you can't find any other place in this world and in anyone else in this world. In the book of St. Matthew, in the book of Acts, and I, um, I just don't know. Amen. Acts, uh, Matthew chapter 27. Several scriptures I want to read to you. Uh, just kind of give a picture of our message for today. I pray I won't be before you long. I just want us to celebrate the resurrection. The next day, verse 62, St. Matthew chapter 27, beginning at verse 62. The next day, the one after the preparation day, the chief priests and the Pharisees went to Pilate. Sir, they said, we remember that while he was still alive, that deceiver, speaking of Jesus, this is after the burial, after the crucifixion, that deceiver said, after three days, I will rise again. So give the order for the tomb to be made secure until the third day. Otherwise, his disciples may come and steal the body and tell the people that he has been raised from the dead. This last deception will be worse than the first. Take a guard, Pilate answered. Go make the tomb secure, or as secure as you know how. So they went and they made the tomb secure by putting a seal on the stone and posting the guard. After the Sabbath at dawn, on the first day of the week, 
Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. There was a violent earthquake for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven and go into the tomb, roll back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning and his clothes were white as snow. The gods were so afraid of him that they shook and became like dead men. The angel said to the women, do not be afraid for I know that you're looking for Jesus who was crucified. He's not here. Hallelujah. Ah, he is not here. He's risen just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples he has risen from the dead and has gone ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. So the women hurried away from the tomb, afraid, yet filled with joy, and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly Jesus met them. Greetings, he said. They came to him, clasped his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus, Jesus said to them, do not be afraid. Go and tell my disciples, go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. While the women were on their way, some of the guards went into the city and reported to the chief priest everything that had happened. When the chief priest had met with the elders and devised a plan, they gave the soldiers a large sum of money telling them, you are to say his disciples came during the night and stole him away while we were asleep. If this report gets to the governor, we will satisfy him and keep you out of trouble. So the soldiers took the money and did as they were instructed, and this story has been widely circulated among the Jews to this very day. And then in Acts chapter 2, verse 29 through 33 Hallelujah. Yeah. Chapter 2, verse 29. Hallelujah. Brothers, I, I can tell you confidently that the patriarch David died and was buried, and his tomb is here to this day. But he was a prophet and knew that God had promised him on, on oath that he would place one of his descendants on his throne. Seeing what was ahead, he spoke of the resurrection of Christ, that he was not abandoned to the grave, nor did his body see decay. God has raised this Jesus to life, and we are all witnesses of the fact exalted to the right hand of God. He has received from the Father the promised Holy Spirit and has poured out what you now see and hear. I, I want to I kind of pull together uh, uh, some things and talk about because the resurrection is genuine. Tell your neighbor, because, because. the resurrection, resurrection is genuine. 
Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you for the power of your word. I thank you, Lord, that when your word goes forth, it will not return to you void, but it will accomplish all that you desire. I thank you, Lord, that you will prosper your word in the things that you sent your word to. Father, there's somebody in here today that's doubting the resurrection. There's someone in here today who does not see the relevance of the resurrection of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. I pray today, Father, that revelation knowledge will come forth. And through the power of your spirit, that every heart and every mind in this place will be pricked. Dear God, and that people today who may be doubting, that all doubts will be cast away and cast aside. And they will not be be doubting, but believing. In Jesus' name, thank you, Father. Amen. Amen. Yeah. You know, when we, when we think about this, when we think about the resurrection of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ, when we think about Christianity, you know, it's important for us to understand that, praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. It's important for us to understand um, And we know, we believe, we know beyond a shadow of a doubt that the resurrection is real. But down through the centuries, there have been philosophers, there have been people that have assaulted Christianity. Amen? Uh, And they said that Christianity is irrational, that Christianity is superstitious, and that Christianity is absurd. Uh... And, and a lot of people have simply chosen to ignore the central issue of the resurrection. The thing that, 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 that makes Christianity unique, the thing that proves that God is real, the thing that, 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 that makes us who we are is the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Amen. Without the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, there is no Christian faith. If Jesus had just died like any other person, and all people die, if he had been crucified on that cross and they took him and put him in the tomb and and there was no resurrection, then he would have been just like any other individual. But because of the resurrection, because God raised him from the dead, that makes him Lord, that makes him Savior, That makes him God, and that proves that God is true. And so today, I just want to talk just a little bit about these infallible proofs, these these things that prove that the resurrection is genuine. Genuine, uh, the word genuine actually means that that this thing has been tested, has been tried, it has been proven to be true. Okay, now I know that, that most of us in here don't doubt, but there are some people in here who doubt. Amen. And there are some people in here who don't make the connection between the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ and our everyday life. And there is a significant connection. There is a vital connection between the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ and your faith in God. Amen. Because if you don't believe in the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, you actually don't have faith in God. Amen. You don't have faith in God. I don't care what you say. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care what what you espouse. If you don't believe in the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, you don't have faith in God. And if your life is not governed, if your life is 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 not 
overshadowed by the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, then you will not live a life not only that will bring glory to God, but you won't live a life that will be most beneficial for you. Amen. Without the resurrection, without the resurrection, uh, life just really has no significance, no real meaning. And I know there are a whole lot of people in this world that don't believe in the resurrection. And we'll look at those people and we say, well, their lives, their lives have meaning. You know, they have family, they do this, they do that, and the other. But ultimately, there's going to come a time in all of our uh, lives that we're going to have to leave this world and, we, and, 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 and this life is not the end. Amen. This life is not the end. Amen. And I don't think anybody in here who, 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 who hears the gospel preached wants to spend eternity in hell. I think everybody here really wants to spend eternity in heaven. Amen. And that will only happen through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. But it's so important that, that we do not downplay, that we do not doubt the resurrection of our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ. So when we look at these, uh, at the scriptures, uh, some of the things that we begin to see is that the resurrection of Jesus Christ actually did happen. It was a bodily resurrection. He was not resurrected. It was not a spirit that was resurrected. It was a bodily resurrection. And, and when, you, when you begin to see what took place after his resurrection, when he appeared to his disciples, uh, on one occasion actually eating with them, spirits don't eat. Uh, when he walks into a room and the door is closed and he says to Thomas, who was not there when he appeared at, uh, before, and he said to Thomas, look at my hands and put your hand in my hand. You can't put your hand in the spirit's hand. And he says to Thomas, don't doubt, don't be doubting, but believing. And Thomas is so amazed, he said, my Lord and my God. And he said to them, Thomas, blessed are you because you have seen and believed. But he said, blessed are those who has not seen but yet believe. Now, I didn't see Jesus with my natural eye, but I believe beyond the shadow of a doubt that God raised him from the dead. Hallelujah. Amen. So. You know, when, when you begin to, to, to take away uh, the, the significance and the importance and the reality of the resurrection, you undermine Scripture and you call God a liar. But when you understand that God proved himself through Jesus Christ because the prophets had prophesied the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ and the prophets had prophesied his crucifixion and Jesus himself had prophesied his resurrection, it proves that God is, is real. All right, so we, we, we look at the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, and, and there are several things that we see. Amen? We see that after three days, the tomb is empty. Now, you saw, uh, you saw the clip from the movie A.D., and it actually showed the resurrection. He show, it shows the stone that's in front of the, of the tomb. This stone, according to records, would have weighed over a ton. I think like 1.5 tons. And they would have to roll that stone with a, with a, with a log and a, and a, a lever uh, to put that stone into place. Two or three men could not have moved that stone. Just, just study the records, you know. And as I think about that, I think about when we were in Liberia on our way to Guinea and our van broke down and we didn't have a jack. Amen. But we, there, there were about 10 or 15 guys that came out there and used a log and another 
beam and lifted that van uh, uh, so that we could change the tire. One person couldn't do it. Two people couldn't do it. Three people couldn't do it. It took about uh, from anywhere from eight to ten men to just to lift the van that does not weigh 1.5 tons. All right. All right, all right. But we see that, 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 that on the day of the resurrection, God sent an angel from heaven to roll that stone away. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and so now, but, oh, let me just back up. Before then, now you see what the scripture says, uh, the, the, the soldiers remembered the words of Jesus, that if you crucify me after three days, God will raise me from the dead. I will be raised from the dead. So they go to Pilate and they say to Pilate, we remember that this deceiver has said this. They called him a deceiver. I wonder what they called him after the resurrection. This deceiver has said this, so let's make the tomb secure. And so Pilate said, make it as secure as you can. You know, I kind of believe Pilate believed Pilate had some question in his mind. I mean, you know, you know, even his wife had said, you, you, don't kill this innocent man. He, she said, she said I, I've had some dreams about this man. There's something about him, you know. And so in Pilate's mind, Pilate was already troubled about this thing. So he says, make the tomb as secure as you can. So they put a seal on the tomb. Whatever that seal was, a Roman seal, so that if the stone was rolled away, they would know that the seal had been broken. Now when you study history, you find out that the Roman soldiers had to guard that tomb with their very lives. And whenever they were put in place, to, and, uh, and, and there's a seal, it's the seal of the government. And if that seal is ever broken, whoever is standing there, whoever is supposed to be protecting and making sure that that seal is not broken, they will be stripped of their clothes, they will be burned alive, they will take their own clothes as the fuel for the fire. That means that they will strip you, take your clothes after they have, after they put you on a, on, 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 a, on a cross upside down set your clothes afire probably pulled some oil or something on you so you could burn a little bit faster so now if, 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 if these men knew that this thing was going to happen to them do you think they would have allowed anybody to come and roll a stone away I don't think so. I don't think so. I, 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 I don't think so. So the Roman seal is broken. This angel come and rolls the stone away. I mean, this is recorded in the Bible. Go and read Josephus. I pulled it up last night. I, don't have, I didn't put it in my notes. And I don't have my phone with, it, with me, but I've talked about this several times. So I went and, and, I, and I looked online and I pulled up Josephus and I, and I, and I looked for, um, it's, it's called the Antiquities. Um, um, testimony, some, 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 something, a Latin word. All right. But all you got to do is type in Josephus and the resurrection. And you can pull up what Josephus wrote about this one that was called the Christ. That Christians were still following, who had been raised from the dead. That, he, that they called the Christ. 
All right? So it's recorded in history, all right, that Jesus has been raised from the dead. Hallelujah. Not only that, but think about this now. Uh, when they embalmed Jesus, they didn't have time to do the full preparation because they really had to put him in the grave uh, uh, before sunset. So that's why Joseph begged, begged for his body, asked for his body. Now, Joseph is a Pharisee. Joseph of Arimathea is a Pharisee. Okay? And, and, and so he's a believer. Now, 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 no Pharisee, no Pharisee would be following this man called the Christ. All right? But somehow, Joseph of Arimathea had been converted. And so he asked for, for, for Jesus' body so that they could bury him. And they wrapped him in linen cloths. And there was about 70 to 100 pounds of different spices that they would have used to, 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 to prepare his body for burial. So all of this, they, they prepared his body, and he's in the tomb now. And after the angel rolls the stone away, and God raises him from the dead, all they see lying in the tomb are those grave clothes with an impression in there because there's no body anymore, so there was nothing to keep the thing standing up straight. I mean, well, you know, filled out, so there's a sink in there. That's all they see when they look in the tomb. All they see are his grave clothes. Then Jesus begins to appear to people. He appears to Mary uh, and, 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 and the other women that went to the tomb. Paul says that Jesus appears to over 500 witnesses at one time. And then Paul says some of them are still alive. Now think about this. If this is a lie, any one of those witnesses could have been called in the court. Any one of those witnesses could have been called to refute the words of these disciples. I mean, if you know this thing is a lie, why are you allowing it to be perpetrated? 500 people, not one or two, not 12 disciples, 500 people Jesus appears to. Somebody shout, he's alive. Oh, yeah, 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 he's alive. 500, 500, Lord God Almighty. And he says, some of them are still with us. You know, you, you know the Gospels are actually written between uh, anywhere around 30, 40 years uh, that, that, that the record is really written after Jesus' crucifixion. So 30 years, people, you know, if they, were, if they were like 30 when Jesus was crucified, they would be my age, 60. If I can remember... When I was a child, stuff that happened 60 years ago, maybe 55 years ago, well, let's say 57 years ago, I'm sure they could remember what took place at the resurrection. Some of these people are still with us. So any of them could have been called to refute the resurrection. Now, the other thing about it is, if it was a lie, then, and his body had been uh, taken uh, uh, by the Romans to keep the disciples from stealing it. Why didn't they produce the body? Why didn't they say the resurrection is not real? Here is the body of Jesus. Have you ever thought about this? I, I, I'm just giving you some things to think about this morning. Yeah, yeah. If, if, if the disciples had stolen the body, then why didn't somebody 
Well, first of all, the disciples, wouldn't have, they would have been scared to steal the body. I mean, the, think about it. They didn't want to be crucified. They had already ran and hidden before the crucifixion. So now why would they go and steal the body? How were they going to move the stone? How were they going to go up against the Roman guards? Mm. Lord God Almighty. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when you look at all of the evidence, and there, there, there are several more infallible proofs that teach us that the resurrection is a fact. That it is a fact. It's a fact of history, not only biblical history, but, 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 but uh, world history, chronological history, whatever kind of history you want to call it. Uh, <laughs> the resurrection is a fact. The resurrection is for real. The resurrection is not a lie. Hallelujah. Amen? Amen. Uh, and because of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, it means then that our faith is genuine. It means then that the word of God is true. Hallelujah. It means then that we can stand on the word of God and we can believe everything that God has said in his word. You see, the, the resurrection is not just for us to marvel at and be excited about, but the resurrection means something to each one who believes in the Lord Jesus Christ. Because of the power, because the power of the resurrection, and that's where Paul prayed, that I may know him in the fellowship of his suffering uh, and, 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 and the power of his resurrection. Hallelujah. Because it was the power of God that caused Jesus to be raised from the dead. So when we believe in the resurrection, we also believe in the power of that resurrection. And that resurrection power begins to operate in our lives. And my brothers and my sisters, this is why this thing is so important. Because we need resurrection power in our lives. I preached a sermon a couple of years ago and I talked about, I talked about resurrection season. That this is not just an event for one day. Hallelujah. One time a year when we come together and we dress up and we sing the songs about the crucifixion and the resurrection. But this is a season of our lives. Hallelujah. A never-ending season of our lives. Glory to God. Amen. That we can walk in the power of the resurrection. And we're living in a resurrection season, my brothers and sisters. We're living in a season of healing. We're living in a season of deliverance. We're living in a season of exaltation. We're living in a season of breakthrough. We're living in a season of victory. We're, oh my God. Are you hearing me today? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is not just a one-time event in our lives. It is a season that we're living in. It is a season that we're walking in. Hallelujah. It is a season that we're operating in. A season of resurrection. There are some things that have died in your life. And God is saying, because of the resurrection of Jesus, he can resurrect those things in your life. Hallelujah. There are some hopes and some dreams and some visions that you've had, but they died in your life. And God is saying that because of the resurrection of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Yes, yes, yes. Hallelujah. God raised Jesus from the dead, not just so he could live and we could worship him, but so that we could live in his power, so that we could live in the power of that resurrection. That event that took place over 2,000 years ago mentions and kind of puts in our minds about how God sets times and seasons in this world. Hallelujah. And, and, and that was one of the set times of God. Amen. God had said that this was going to take place, and it took place. So prophetically, amen, uh, uh, we can say in our lives, glory to God, that God has set times for us. You might be going through some stuff in your life. You got to hear this today. Hallelujah. But you got to know that God has a set time to bring about change. God has a set time to bring about resurrection. I would not doubt the resurrection of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Glory to God. I would not doubt it because if I doubt it, then I don't have any hope for my future. But if I believe in the resurrection of Jesus, I have hope for my future. I have hope that when God's timing comes, whatever I might be going through in my life, when the time of God comes to raise me up, I'm getting up out of this situation. I'm getting up out of this dilemma. Are you hearing the Lord today? You've got to believe in the resurrection because when God's time comes, you're going to come out of your situation. You're going to come out of your dilemma. You're going to come... Glory to God. Out of your circumstances, God is about raising you up. God is about breaking you through. God is about bringing you out. God is about bringing you through. Hallelujah. He's the same God yesterday, today, and forevermore. Ah, ha, yeah, 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 yeah. If he did it for one, he'll do it for the other. Hallelujah. The resurrection has such, such powerful meaning for our lives. Don't discount it, my brothers and sisters. Young people, things may be gone hunky-dory in your life. I mean, you just might be having a wonderful time in your life. And you must might be just living on top of the world. Glory to God. But let me tell you something. You'll fall off the top of the world one day. Hallelujah. When you fall off, glory to God, the devil has a way of making you think that all is lost. The devil has a way of making you think that all hope is gone. But I want to tell you today that because of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, all hope is not lost. Because of the resurrection of Jesus Christ, all hope is not gone. Glory to God. Can somebody just give me just a little bit more volume? Hallelujah. Amen. Because of the resurrection of Jesus Christ, you can come through your situation. You can come out on top. Glory to God. Somebody said, glory to God, that God is a God of a second chance. He's a God of a third chance. He's a God of a fourth chance. He's a God of a fifth chance. That's the God we serve because of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. 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 In the season of the resurrection, God wants you to take your eyes off of the natural. God wants you to take your eyes off of things that you see in the flesh. God does not want you just looking through your natural eyes, but God wants you seeing through your spiritual eyes. God wants you to see what he's saying in his word, and God wants you to believe what he's saying in his word. Hallelujah. Oh, bless the name of Jesus. Yes. Yes, this is a time of resurrection. This is a time of resurrection. The resurrection of Jesus has been proven. 
It is not a lie. It is not a fairy tale. Hallelujah. It is not someone's hallucination. It is a fact of history. And I came just to decree and to declare to you today that the resurrection power, uh, the same power that raised Jesus from the dead, is the power of God that's operative to raise you in your dead situations. God is able to make your crooked ways straight. God is able to make your rough places smooth. Hallelujah. God is able to make a way in your wilderness. God is able to make rivers in your desert places. Don't tell me you don't have desert places in your life. Don't tell me you don't have dry places in your life. All of us face some dry times in our lives. All of us face some times when we don't know whether to go forward or to go backwards. All of us face some times when we don't know which way to turn. But I came to tell you today that because of the resurrection of Jesus Christ, if you just stand still, you will see the salvation of God. If you just hold on, you will see the salvation of God. God will resurrect you. God will resurrect that situation. God will resurrect those dead things. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is about turning things around in our lives. It's all because of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's doing things in our lives that we can't even figure out. Yes. Even if we tried, we couldn't work things out. Sometimes we get in situations and we try everything we know to try. We can't do it. We can't figure it out. But God. Hallelujah. He'll turn it around for you. He'll fix it for you. Hallelujah. And I want to encourage you today. Don't doubt God. Don't doubt his resurrection power. Hallelujah. Don't doubt the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Don't call Christianity something that has no meaning and has no value. It has meaning for every one of our lives. Who will believe? If you don't believe, know it has no value to you. Things won't work if you don't believe. But all you got to do is believe. It'll work for you. It'll work for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because of the resurrection, let's stand to our feet. I tell you, I wasn't going to preach long to you this morning.